Hello and welcome to Crapflix and Chill, the film podcast on a terrible journey to find the ultimate sweet spot between a film so bad that it's actually fun to watch and a bad film that's just plain unwatchable. My name is Jamie Ballantyne and I'm joined as always by the man rainbow kissing his way around town. It's Joe Thompson, everyone. How are you this evening, buddy? I am gay. No, I am very good. (laughs) (laughs) I am gay. (laughs) I was trying to just think of what the reference was. What? Rainbow kissing. Oh, that was... So when they were discussing all those, like, stupid sex moves and donkey punch, I said, have you ever heard of a rainbow kiss? That is when... uh, And again, correct me, uh, viewers, if I... Listeners, rather, if I get this wrong. When a man... Of a woman who's on... And then he... And then they... That's a rainbow kit. It's it's something like okay, that. It's gross. It involves lots of different About fluids. a minute in, and I think you've just turned off most of our listenership. You know quite a lot of our listenership are women, right? It's something like 70% female. I do <laughs> now. Hey, welcome <laughs> to Sorry, the y'all. season two finale. Yeah, uh, mo- yeah, moving swiftly on. Guys, I just want to pop a friendly reminder that you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, at Crapflix Podcast for our weekly animated releases for each new episode. We'll also share some visual gags that we notice from the films we're watching, plug other podcasts that we love, and generally talk about films all day long with people. And particularly as this is the season finale, uh, it's a good chance to catch up on some clips from other episodes. Uh, we'll, we'll throw some other content in from earlier in the shows and from season one and season two. Um, so yeah, please come and get involved. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so if you want to get involved, jump right in. There's a space on the sofa for you, man. Crack open a beer and kick back. Joe, episode 40. Wow. Can you believe it? I don't think I've committed to anything this long before. <laughs> I know, I certainly haven't. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Commitment issues. Hey. Um, <laughs> well, that's out there now. <laughs> Da-da-da-da. Alone. Oh. Um, yeah, well, well, you know exactly what we're watching today, my boy. I know, and, but uh, I have to go through the motion and ask, what do we have in store for <laughs> season two finale, episode 40? Well, you know what? We thought we'd take it right back to the prequel, so to speak, of our very first episode. Uh, the film that we watched together that then, whilst drunk, decided to create this podcast. We thought no better thing to celebrate than at the very end of the, uh, of the second season of Crapflix. So tonight, uh, you know full well that we are watching the ludicrous, the ridiculous, the badly acted, the poorly directed secret <laughs> obsession. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone that hasn't seen this uh, abortion of a film it's uh, on Netflix I think it's a Netflix original actually uh, the plot goes when Jennifer wakes up with amnesia after a traumatic attack it's always amnesia her doting husband cares for her but she soon realises that the danger is far from over <laughs> initially released in uh, 18th of July 2019 which actually wouldn't have been too oh my birthday which actually wouldn't have been too far before um, oh, actually, wouldn't have been pretty much bang on when we watched it, surely. And my birthday. No, I've missed a year. I've completely forgotten about the COVID year. Never mind. Let's just forget and scrap <laughs> all that. Um, it's got a 2.9 as an audience rating, which is very just, I will say. I remember when this film came out, all of the, they'd done a big marketing campaign and all of those fake, fake articles that come out was like, scariest film you'll ever see on Netflix. Oh my God, this is terrifying. And you watch it and you realize the only thing terrifying about it is everything else apart from horror. 
So the acting, everything, everything that could go wrong with the crap flicks. Everything, ladies and gents. Uh, the fact that you called it a, an abortion of a film is quite a, <laughs> a strong descriptor. Uh, did you know seventy uh, percent of our audience is a female, Joe? I didn't. Thanks for advising me for the first time. Yeah, there. That's, that's, a, uh... that's some uh, some little little facts for you. Um, yeah, I'm unbelievably <laughs> excited. This is the one that started it all. Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive right in. Here we go. Three. Three. Two, one, play! Oh man, Nostalgia City this is. The N is for Nostalgia. So it is coming up to, uh, a, well, a time of recording, uh, it is coming up to just, just under two weeks or so away from when we would have first watched this. Um, so to think, not only has it been 40 episodes, it's been a year like that's just an insane uh kind of um quantifier to uh this uh, this podcast i guess i mean a year man we've been chatting it, well with with a break in between but pretty solidly every every week for over an hour let's remember as well that when and, we first started and you're not sick of me yeah and when we first started we watched the entire movie so sorry for anyone that worked their way through those episodes my god yeah. Um, a lot <laughs> so, yeah so, sorry for anyone who had to watch Pixels. Our early <laughs> intros were pretty shocking. Uh, they long. Yep, don't know what we're doing. That was the other uh, hour. We're still messing with our recording <laughs> setups. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it was. We're recording. Know, we're, the, we're, heart, the heart was in the right place. And. Yeah, we're recording our episodes we with two cups held together by a piece of string. So, yeah, it's good. And now we're in the, this fancy recording studio in Mayfair. We've got all these, like, babes and champagne or we, I, I oh, don't know how, yeah. how do professional people do it <laughs> we both have pas and they both run after us just just dabbing our face with the cloth if we get hot it's great mate i need that right now it's absolute sweating buckets mate. In here and i've had to shut the windows so you can't hear any of the dogs barking outside <laughs> mate i'm literally i'm so dehydrated from all the heat i am that pot noodle guy from the advert <laughs> i'm wasting away what reference so to, to kick us off, this lady is in the rain. She tried to use a phone. It didn't work. Of course. And she's now just run into a bathroom and there's a mysterious man with gloves slowly going through each one of the bathroom stalls because that's not cliche. And he has a knife, apparently. What would you do if you were this person in the stalls as someone is clearly hunting you down to try and kill you, slowly opening doors? Oh, she just got out. How the fuck did she get out of that? <laughs> she uh, I'll do that, Joe. To be fair, that's exactly what you try and do, right? But but how the fuck would you do that? Because if you tried to crawl under, they would see you. I'm sorry. I, I, I remember... <laughs> go on. Exactly. You pick up something. You don't just try and go at it with your elbow. I remember having a lot of issues with this opening scene about a lot of the character decisions. I think we were saying, I think this has come up a few times in Crapflix, but I would love to see a film where a phone just works and everything's fine. So you can call the services. There's, there's no signal problem. You just get through. Yeah, emergency High police, services works yeah. fine and then you're saved. Brilliant. Welcome yeah, a man, the man's world. chasing me with a knife and the operator's like, okay, calm down. Uh, find a safe place to hide, lock yourself in. We'll be there in like five minutes. And oh, then you hear the police we, we know your exact GPRS. We're just going to drop an, an Acme-style anvil on the head of the person who's trying to... The perpetrator. 
<laughs> Have you seen that what three words thing? <laughs> Hallelujah. Would you use that in an emergency, the uh, the what three words thing? What's that, sorry? It's the it's this new like uh, location based app thing which has mapped every single I don't know three by three square in the world to a three three words um, uh, sentence, and it's apparently easier than just being like, oh, I'm at this street or trying to share a location. It's just like oh no, I'm. Uh, Dog, foxtrot, apricot, or something like that. I've not heard of it, um, but yeah, I mean, it certainly sounds easier than GPRS, doesn't it? Yeah. Not that she used it in this film, because she just got hit by a car. Hello. So I can't remember. Did they explain why she was being chased in the beginning? Um, no. So she's being pulled in on some kind of gurney, and she's getting flashbacks to a wedding. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh do, you, do you see that edit there? Oh, there was a shot of her stylish, finger having the wedding ring on as it got put into one of those heart monitors. <laughs> I could not work in accident emergency. I would just, it would be so tense the whole time. Like, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, I do think I have worked some very stressful periods in my life. Um, and that's given what I do, predominantly working with computers. In porn. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. In, uh, <laughs> in an office environment um, but to, I, I can't imagine how it would be amplified tenfold like dealing with this kind of shit every day yeah I work in the recruitment industry Literal and now I work in the compute, uh, recruitment industry for healthcare so it does make me look at this kind of stuff slightly differently but I will say recruitment pressure is more like oh my god we need these many people this quickly but it's not life or death Whereas actually now exactly. stepping into the healthcare sector, it kind of is slightly more life and death, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. This guy is yeah, that's, hot it's... and bad at acting. Which, as we discussed in the last podcast, actually it can be a winning combination in Hollywood. It's when you're... It's when you're you, you can either be hot and bad at acting, or you can be ugly and good at acting. But if you're ugly and bad at acting, then there's no hope for you. I love how easy it is for people in films to run straight through to the operating theatres of hospitals. <laughs> As if there wouldn't be layers upon layers to stop people getting this far. Also, like, it'd be that easy to find it. Mate, yeah, hospitals are fucking mazes. I get lost to trying to get out of the gift shop. <laughs> I get lost in Jersey Hospital. Jersey has about four people living on it. <laughs> for any of our international users, that's original Jersey, not New Jersey. New Jersey. Hey, Joe's walking here. Not New Jersey. Hey. Yo, yo. Gabagool. How's the, uh, your mother's pasta and a meatball spaghetti? This is pretty. You're doing, you're doing them justice. Jersey justice. <laughs> <laughs> is this why you're never going to invite me to Jersey? Because the second I get off the plane, I'm like, I'm walking here. It's like Jamie Ronk in a Jersey. <laughs> yes, that's exactly why. <laughs> no, nothing to do with the global pandemic. Okay. So worried, worried, bespectacled husband is uh, waiting around for the uh, results of the lady who got hit by the car. She Um, was being defibbed and presumably having some sort of operation to save her life. Yeah. Oh, and he has a little flick. Have you ever had a Zippo? 
Uh, yeah, probably when I was like 13 and we're like, oh yeah, Zippos are really cool. Yeah, I think I got one in like St. Marlo on like a French trip. Yeah, 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 it was very that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you only went to like France or Germany or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, oh my God, bangers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't move the fucking furniture. I saw some of those in the shop today. What, a banger? Like, um. Not like banger bangers, because they were made illegal here. But you know those little shitty snap ones which you throw on the ground or throw on people's heads and they go, pop. The, this convenience store just had a shit ton of them. It was like, is that not a bad idea? Because all the school kids coming in here are just going to buy them and throw them in your shop and you're going to get angry, so why do you sell them? <laughs> Mr. Williams, can you stop pretending to be a beanbag? <laughs> <laughs> Their coat was quite large. Um, so again, while there's some, some lo- lovely, boring exposition of her just being in the hospital and her husband come comfort her, what made you pick Secret Obsession to watch with me all those many weeks, months, practically a year ago? Why this film? Honestly, it's because it looked shit and I love nothing. I have always loved nothing more than watching shit films with people and laughing about it. I think I'm genuinely at the point now where I'd almost rather, if I'm going to watch it with a friend, I'd rather watch something bad and take the piss out of it. And I think I'd rather watch good films, like solidly good films on my own. Because I want to concentrate on the way I want to if I'm really into it. And if it's terrible, I want to laugh yeah. at it with people. Yeah, whilst not pissing off like an entire cinema or... <laughs> Yeah, it looked bad. It had all this hype. I just thought it'd be funny, and I was right because it's terrible. Um, I will say, just when they, when just when it shot to her, um, sort of all bandaged up, how graceful did she look with that little leg poised up? I, you just know full well if I was in some kind of accident, the first thing I would have would be some kind of apparatus that like pushed my face and smushed my face in, so it looked super bad, and then I'd be like at a stupid angle, and then I'd be like butt up in the air or something. And she I mean, come on, like people, that. people don't really look that good in hospital, so... She did. On. Yeah, that, that's Hollywood for you. Oh, oh, I remember I remember this, right? <laughs> listen out, listen out. So it's this it's this call. Do you remember us joking about how short amount of time he has to hear what he needs to hear? Because I do. Listen in, listen in, listen in. Listen in. I, I'm paying attention, so he's behind the door. Listen, listen. Yeah. So the, the phone goes, he has two seconds, right? Detective Page. Yeah. <laughs> what did the person on the other side of the phone possibly say? Hey, get over here right now. Hey, hey, come right over And he's so calm on his side, but it's like, hey, come right over Here's the address. <sighs> yeah, got it. Joe, I'd totally forgotten this guy was a character. I'm super happy because now the memory is starting to fl- flood back about him. <laughs> Joe was a bigger character than him, the big bear. Yeah. <laughs> you just wait, folks. Oh, it's so nice to watch this again. I can't believe it's been practically a year since we started recording. That seems mad. A year of our life. That means that whatever happens next, let's say for some reason one of us dies and there's no season three, because by the way, if that happens, we're not picking it up with someone else. That is morbid, Joe. I wasn't going to go that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's just say we never carried on. We still had a year of this, and that makes me really happy. Well, and a year of doing this that, at least for the conversations we had during the films, um, they've been um, uh, recorded. Yeah, it's kind of documented our life. We've had a lot of changes. We've had a lot of changes. Yeah, seemingly for a year where, you know, 
we are technically still in a lockdown and have been pretty much in and out of one, at least for the majority of said past year. A hell of a lot has changed for both of us. Um, as well as obviously a lot has, has changed about how we've done this this podcast as well. So it's uh, it's an interesting time to reflect. Interesting facts, people. I've been promoted three times since we started this started this podcast. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I've only been promoted once. Ha <laughs> ha! That makes me better than you. <laughs> three, three times better if my math is correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't no scientist. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Carry the one. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's three times. <laughs> this guy has a very soothing voice, like smooth jazz radio in the morning kind of voice. I just couldn't lie to the police or a detective. I just couldn't do it. I'd, I'd be shitting my pants. You're a little goody two shoes. I'm, 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 I'm realizing that now. I'm realizing I'm, I'm the one who'll do something a bit more stupid. Yeah, I'm realizing you're fucking scenarios. Bonnie and Clyde based on last week. <laughs> I'll take that. You're like I didn't get my ice cream, so I smashed the place up. Who's <laughs> like, a rebel without a cause? You've gone off the rails, Jamie. I'm a maverick. Listeners, listeners, if you think Jamie's gone off the whales since we started, I mean, you probably know him quite well by now. He's gone off the whales. He's gone off the whales. Yeah. <laughs> That was a few years back. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say anything because whatever I'm going to say in rebuttal to that, I'm going to get in trouble. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a bit being sensible with that one, but <laughs> lonely man, lonely man wrapping present. That makes me feel sad. I feel sad at like, I feel like old overly man. emotional about the weirdest things. Oh, like, I feel now. sad if we Always. pass a restaurant and there's no one in it. And like, there's like a, like a owner by the door. I'm like, oh, or if there's like a small independent shop and no one's in it, but then I'm also like, get out the door. Then people might come in. <laughs> yeah. You know Stop I mean? standing in do the you doorway. You're like blocking you just like, do you just not no. even see it? No, again. So, so, so Joe's on one side of the street, looking at the lonely shops being like, oh, feeling sad. Maybe I should go in there. I'm on the other side of the street seeing all the really busy places. Like, oh boy, I really want to be in there. No, you're, you're, you're trying to get past the me in the road that's looking at the other shop being like, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you spend your Saturdays, just walking around just town, at shops. looking yeah. mournfully at shops, but not actually doing anything about it. Just one solitary tear. Is that so bad, Jamie? <laughs> hey, you got, you got a support. Then I write a poem. No, I don't. That's a oh, shopkeeper, a shopkeeper. How do you do? Oh, <laughs> shopkeeper, shopkeeper. You? But you know, this is like their livelihood. Like, I, I suppose it's an extension of anyone that's um, entrepreneurial who's set up their own business. I don't like any solo venture that doesn't go well because I just think it's such a shame. It's tough. And um, unfortunately, with some of those things, it does. Unfortunately, uh, hard work doesn't necessarily pay off. Like, you can graft and graft. And, you know, I'm a big believer that those who are able to graft and those who do will get their just rewards but um it doesn't always work out that way in certain industries and certainly owning businesses of your own be that shops restaurants bars whatever is bloody tough mm. would you say you're a capitalist then mostly you're someone that believes that the more you put out the more the more you put in the more you should get out um i'm not like a super super kind of capitalist but i like to I like to to indulge and to to spend from 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 time to time. I like yeah, investing in in an economy and in a society. And like you know, when they did the whole like eat out to help out scheme, I was like, hell yeah! I mean, that seems like a, a win win. I get to 
go and enjoy some some meals and you know get a bit of a discount. Oh yeah, you, you just thought they were talking back. about fannies. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the government want to bring in that scheme, you tell to help out. You get a tenner every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll quit my job, Joe. Well, there you get a tenner every time, <laughs> depending on how good you are. <laughs> and then and then I'd probably have to use all the money to get jaw surgery. <laughs> what a horrendous thought. <laughs> Even porn stars don't have to do that. Every you day. set the bar incredibly low as we started this episode. So I'm just following. Joe, your I lead, set really. the bar incredibly low over a year ago when <laughs> we first did this. So I don't know why I'm expecting it to have gone up since then. <laughs> um, so she's woken up from her coma. She's going, oh, I've got a wedding ring. He's got a wedding band. That must mean he's my husband. Also, he's saying, I'm your husband and you don't remember anything. I just, okay, should we just do a spoiler version of this? Because, well, can you? Because, uh, s- spoiler alert for you, I can't actually remember how the film ends. Okay, so you mem- you know, obviously, <laughs> Having that he, seen it. he is not who he says he is, right? He's like, uh, wasn't he a co-worker? Something like that. But either way, he's pretending to be her husband. But he's relying on the fact that when she had this accident, she would specifically get this kind of amnesia, which would mean that she would forget everything about him and who he was. What? How the fuck exactly. do you know by hitting An accident, car, which, by the way, he didn't cause. An accident which happened because she got hit by a car, not because Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's not like he... Yeah, he was like, I'm going to hit her with exactly this part of the car and it's going to ruin her brain. Exactly. What bullshit plot is that? That kind of amnesia is as crazy as knowing exactly how to knock someone out without killing them. You know, it's like, how do you know? Like, or how to donkey wrong. punch without killing them. Oh, this is the massive red herring, isn't it? This guy, this redneck guy. Why? Because was was he the one that hit her with the car? He's the one that found her, and they're like, "You're a redneck. You're obviously, you're obviously evil." <laughs> yeah. Tucker and Dale, rednecks. Oh, so generic, isn't it? It's like. But is that, um, uh, that is actually a famous, famous good actor who I'm now going to find out because these things always bug me when I don't remember mid, mid film. Dennis Haysbert, um, who I know from far from heaven, but he's done other stuff. But again, an actor, a good actor who should know better. I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I had amnesia and this guy told me he was my husband, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's some like rando uggo, like, I'm your husband. <coughs> this is like, he's fit. I'm your husband. Okay. I mean, yeah, she, she she's done all right. Her face, her face is perfectly round. <laughs> like a satsuma. It looks like a satsuma. A satsuma with a small mm. wig on. <laughs> For our audio-only listeners, uh, I think that is a pretty apt description. But yeah, so what if he's a little crazy? I mean, was he, uh, remind me, was he better looking than the actual husband? I I, I don't know, but I, I can't remember that. But I do know that, you know, there's something quite sexy about someone that wants to have you all to yourselves and if you leave him, they'll kill you. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Isn't that just love? I mean, I think the, novel- the novelty might wear off, but like, <laughs> and yeah, initially everyone... Probably likes the idea of a stalker. Okay, like, okay. Someone likes so me. someone oh, sorry, has, a secret admirer. Someone is like kept you has kept you captive, so you're out in the middle of nowhere, but it's a beautiful multi million pound like 
estate where although you can't leave, you have literally everything you would want within a house. Beautiful pool, beautiful, I don't know, whatever you need, tennis court, whatever's going to work for you. Um, this guy, by room. the way, is the red herring. Not the redneck, it's this guy. Oh, yeah. Um, Leather jacket man, we'll call him. But yeah, beautiful house, massive pool, servants. Uh, and, and the person that's kidnapped you is a girl who you think is fit. What? What? How would you feel? Is she a baroness? Who cares? She's just rich and it's all working out. <laughs> who cares? I'm here about the massive <coughs> um, red herring. Yeah, this you're right. Looks like a really rough area. My name is Captain Suspicious. Um, <laughs> and you are? I'm Captain Obvious. I'm oh, sorry, Detective Obvious. <laughs> um, I don't know. Part of me would be like, especially again after uh, our experiences in this past year being like, I, uh, human beings shouldn't be locked down in this way. We need a level of freedom that is within reason that says I can leave my house, get in a car, drive to here, do this, do that, fly to another country, you know, all of that kind of jazz. Um, but again, maybe initially, maybe initially I'll be like, okay. What if she was the best sex you ever had and you could have your friends over whenever you wanted? Uh, and I presume I don't have to ever work again. Don't have to work again. You can have whoever you want over. You, the only Does condition is that you can't tub? leave the house, but everything is brought in for you. Personal trainer could come to you. You're basically a kept man. Uh, I th you know what? I think I'll do it and then ride it out, see how I got on. And then if you know, three months down the line, I was getting bored of it. I'd plan a really daring escape. And then that's probably when she'd go crazy and cut off my dick. <laughs> Oh, no, no, your dick's already cut off. You're a Kendall. <laughs> well, hang on. Well, the, what about the amazing sex? Don't, don't, hang on. Don't start backtracking on me now. It's just fantastic friction. Um, oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, you get to keep your dick. Yeah, I probably would. I probably would. You, you would negotiate with back your dick. It would blow up in my face. It would, it would blow up in my face if, if I got bored of it. But, yeah, why not? I like hot tubs. I'm going to cough, so please uh, cut this out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What lame flowers. I mean, not flowers, balloons. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for my six, like five or six boring bathroom colored uh, balloons. She has terrible hair. <laughs> I love how smoothly transitioned in from these like really shit balloons. Yeah. And another thing, her hair's crap. Oh, they're so mundane like I'm sure you could get one of those big giant silver balloons that's like get well soon or something like that <laughs> appropriate it'd be if he just got like a really big like cock helium balloon so this is this this is all they had in the store <laughs> this is what's coming for you um so Mate, you I live near a balloon you would, shop now you would be the kept man or would you or you wouldn't yes fuck it I want the life of Riley. Yeah, I mean, it's no question, right? You think the person's fit, you get whatever you want, you never have to work, the house is basically designable at your will, you can have whoever you want over, so it's not like you only need to see them. Yeah. Against popular belief, or prior to popular belief, or misconception, or whatever, 
when I when I'm in a relationship with the right person, I'm a very very content uh, man. I do not have any any wandering eye or any any desire beyond that. Um, so if, if 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 that if that's all good, then you, know, you can see the boys and stuff with your gaming nights, but you can have some some wicked sexy ass sexy party weekends. Yeah, yeah but this isn't. Um, you were you have been held there under your. Not at your, you know, you have been held there against your will. Like you might get used to it, but you didn't sign up for it. It's not a relationship. No, but I reckon in those circumstances, I would be quite quick to get Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, I mean, you fall in love with the Uber driver. Don't Stockholm you, so. syndrome definitely happens in much weirder. Stockholm syndrome definitely happens in much weirder scenarios. So I'm sure that would be quite an easy one to go. Fuck it. Well, this is my life now. So this house, this house is beautiful. The one she's just walked into is beautiful. I think it was you that very quickly pointed out just how crap these pictures are. Uh, I was going to say that Photoshop is so obviously not his head on it. And I think we might even see it later, like some sort of flashback of him messing with all their photos. Do you really not remember? He must have been a lot more tank than me. We we were print like for the first few at least... I was drinking quite a lot because I was furloughed and I had nothing else to do. So I was like, oh, sweet crap, things and chill time. Going to grab a bunch of whiskey. <laughs> not to be like, not to be like thirsty or anything, but if this particular guy, as I say, I woke up from a coma and they're like, That's I'm your true. husband. I'll be like, oh, get your dick out so I can remember. I can't remember it. <laughs> I, I remember more by touch. And I'll be like, yeah, maybe again. What's your bum look like? Oh, yeah. I'll just pretend. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Oh yeah, that feels right. You're not you're not naked yet. That's what's wrong. You say that, but that that's a strong part of part of memory. Hmm? I bet I bet you can think like not 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 as sexual as that. You can think of at least the majority of your close friends and vaguely have a some sort of memory or um, yeah yeah some sort of memory or physical feeling about how they hug you. I I, I think I can tell the difference between my you know, hugging certain friends and therefore. If I hug them and they and something's off, I can tell. I think that's a real thing. Oh, fully. Oh, you mean how the intent of someone's hug? Yeah, yeah, fully. Like, do you remember? Do like you remember my bear hug? hug? Someone does something quite light or a per- Yeah, of course I do. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were uh, like hugging your quote unquote husband or started having sex, like you would realize very quickly if it wasn't them. I feel. There's a muscle memory. It's gonna be okay. But I ain't no scientist. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably be like, oh no, this is my husband. Oh well. <laughs> Look at that house. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if you started, what if you started doing it like, oh, this is my husband, but he's better. Well, okay. Probably start you out in the guest bedroom. No, you don't. Old routine is upstairs. You're an idiot. You're in a fucking wheelchair. Why would you want to go all the way upstairs and downstairs every day? You'd absolutely be sleeping on the sofa. I'm sorry, they can probably have a bunch no, of rooms downstairs. he said the spare downstairs. room downstairs, and she's like, no. What do you mean, no? Did you say halal meat? Ooh. Oh, no, halal me. Right. Halal me. <laughs> halal meat. <laughs> halal meat? <laughs> Come on. Do you allow meat? <laughs> what do you think of this kind of a house? Because I think it's beautiful. I love that kind of like I, rustic I wood, kind of like exposed beams, beautiful big fireplaces. Ah, oh, just timber and yet, stuff everywhere. Yeah, it's you very can masculine, tell I think. It's modern. 
It's that's like what modern I like masculine. It as well. It's not going to fall. It's not going to fall apart, which is no. I think my worry about like a lot of like cabin type wooded kind of like houses. Um, but yeah, it's it's the reason why I love going to like places like center parks or trying to basically trying to find Airbnbs in the middle of nowhere like this. Got a lot of time for it. Oh, he's chopping carrots. He must be evil. <laughs> he's trying to feed a, one of a, a five oh, a day. Oh, that kind of a, a above a above a kitchen counter apparatus when it all like hangs down is so cool. See, we're right back to the stepfather looking at kitchen layouts in American houses. Ah, old territory. We just we just live in two two smaller country slash um uh place to have these big open plan kitchens like that unless you're a proper millionaire out in the countryside this makes my house extension that's happening this year look so lame and it makes me feel sad but um oh well i'm still happy your house extension so cool oh i bought i bought a kitchen the other day we had to get all that sorted so I got a brand new kitchen coming. Like like just one one flat black yeah. kitchen. No, I just had to order it from uh, the designers and get it all sorted because it needs like a two month lead time. Fuck yeah, buddy. Uh, did you get to play one of those awesome like Sims simulations to like see where everything fits? Absolutely. And I can't wait. It's going to look so good. But not as good as this house. So I might as well just kill myself now. Bye. Um, <laughs> thinking back to the very start, like September, September, the stepfather. Do um, you I wonder, remember? I wonder who, how many listeners have made it the whole way through to episode 40 and how many others have like started later or like dipped in and out. We would absolutely like, love to know. I, I'd love to know who our big, who our biggest fan is. Who's, who's been the, who are the people that have like gone the whole way through and seen this evolution of this show? If you are listening to this right now and you reckon we love you, you have listened like to the, I mean, goes without saying, absolutely love you. Thank you so much. But we would love to hear from you and let us know what you think about us over the past 40 episodes from The Stepfather to now. Um, as I'm sure you know, crapflixpodcast at gmail.com or at crapflixpodcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we'll do it again in the end, but please do get in touch. Let us know what you think about Episodes one to forty, season yeah. one and two. But yeah, what what a fascinating thought. If we haven't told you today, we love you. Thank you for listening. We love. We you. appreciate you. Yeah, well, I want to throw out some love just to, for all the the support and and followers and nice messages and um, everything we have gotten while these two eat a really boring salads together. Um, <laughs> like I do, I do this stuff like. I record things primarily because um, it's no different than if you and me were just watching a crappy movie together. So the fact that it's like uh, uh, an excuse to do that regularly is amazing. And then I love doing like either the the editing bits or the social bits because I find doing projects outside my normal work kind of interesting and kind of that keeps me going. But then when you see it out in the public and you see it, um, or in my case, hear about it, um, being well received and getting nice, nice emails and people saying they they like the episode and stuff. That like that really just kind of it's the icing on the cake, isn't it? 
Yeah, and I love chatting and gassing with people. Obviously, most of the time I'm answering on behalf of uh, Jamie and I, but hopefully if you have reached out, you've heard that it is me talking, Joe. Uh, most of the time, uh, I kind of look after the social media piece, obviously, with some of Jamie's editing bits and reaching I'm out. I'm socially in there. Is some, there is some amazing podcasts out there, and it is wild to think just how many other podcasts are reviewing similar films and, and just getting involved. And you, we respect the craft of any other podcaster as well. It really does. It's not an easy thing to put yourself out there, even if it seems like lighthearted. It's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to do and there's a lot to, you know, it's a, it's a journey, isn't it? I mean, when you first start, you're, you're lucky if, you know, the view count hits a certain amount and you're lucky if people tune in. And then I'm very happy with how, how our viewership has grown. And it's all thanks to, everyone so thank you it's been listening right now thank you i mean talking about joe like you know how much has changed in a year um this this isn't you know necessarily about getting into huge personal details but podcasts in general have become a huge thing for me because they were something that was very much on my peripheral at the beginning of um 2020 and you know maybe listen to one or two but not really like on a regular basis or anything and basically just because of the past year i've had more time uh to do that and go for long walks and be like oh, i don't want to listen to music i want to listen to some substance um so i've really gotten into podcasts as this guy gets beaten with a wrench i can't remember why is he beating him up because he was asking questions at the hospital Uh, so this is the uh, the guy who yeah who, who brought the flowers to the lady who was hit with the car and looked suspicious. But uh, this is our first true indication that the husband Something's is not right. at least very overprotective. <laughs> Sorry, he's beating and choking another man out. That is beyond overprotective. I mean, all I'll say is if someone that hot killed someone for me, I'll be like, okay. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't probably... Psycho, <laughs> absolute psycho. Yeah. So, so this this part in the film, obviously, that red herring is gone now, and it's just a bit of a like a cat and mouse game. Once the detective starts to kind of pick up some some clues and just how terrible this guy's are <laughs> things. Yeah, I'm hopefully she'll start to actually work things out because I don't remember this long of a lead up for her not fucking working anything out at all. Jesus Christ, woman, pick it up. Sorry to the 70% of women that listen to this podcast. <laughs> You're worse than me. Am I? Am I? Listeners yes. call in. Well, email in. Am I worse than Jay? Yes. No, no, no. Yes, you are. You've gone on many tirades about how dating women is like so much stupider than like dating guys or like... <laughs> I mean, for the regular viewers, you already know that. So. Not on, not on, not on the podcast, Jamie. I think you're, I think you're definitely <laughs> confusing what we talk about off the podcast. You definitely have. Uh, little random side tip, uh, not tip, but uh, uh, point of note. Even though we have already spent upwards of an hour speaking on a podcast, Jamie and I usually catch up for a good other hour off off um, recording as well every week and set the world to rights in ways that we probably wouldn't out to the public ether. So, and I will say. Aside from uh, the podcast and everything that's happened around that, it's been uh, very, very lovely to catch up with Jamie offline as well to talk about life. Because as, as yeah. I touched on earlier, we have had a shit crazy year. So it's, uh, it's, it's been important, I think.
sure. That's it. Both in the moments when there, right. you know, a lot has changed, and you know, that's there's exciting stuff to share with each other. But equally, on the flip side of that, when uh, when things have been slow moving and, and tough for very very different reasons, it's nice been having that comfort that um, you know throughout all of this, you're never alone. I've got the I've got the warm, cozy blanket of nostalgia over me right now, Jay, and I'm feeling good despite mm. this terrible film. I've got the warm, cozy blanket of 28 degrees heat, and it's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. <laughs> well, I'm not going to complain. What's that picture telling you this week, but I've uh, I've been enjoying the weather, but equally, he's looking at a picture of some paving stones. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> the guy he's talking to, the cop he's talking to, definitely thought he was in a bigger role when he signed on. Yeah. Oh, he looks he looks happy to be there. Bless him. I know. Well, I would love to I would love to know like if we, if we had like an official producer, I'll definitely make them do it as, as as part of their job. I'd love to know the percentage of people who've been in the crap flicks films we've done and what they've gone on to and seeing how many of them have dropped off the radar once certain films happened. <laughs> When you see these films when a, a detective or a cop go through a database, doesn't it make you want to go through that database and just look shit up? Like, I'd be searching everyone. If it was in a small town, I'd be searching everyone I knew. Small be town brilliant. stuff, man. Brilliant. Poor guy, that actor, he's like not hot enough to be a lead, but he's quite attractive and he's kind of there, you know? Everyone's a suspect. Yeah, apologies for you. I'll have edited around this, but we had just some mild technical issues. So apologies if the flow of the conversation has completely changed tack. Um, yeah. But what I do remember is getting to this part and saying, Joe, why did we keep picking on this poor nurse? And you reckoned it was the hair. It looks like someone's literally, it looks like Stevie Wonder has had a go at her hair with some garden shears. <laughs> It's a terrible, that, terrible wig. And I don't know why they've done that to her. It's like the wiggiest wig. Natural brunette. I think it's because she has a bit more of a Voldemort face. That's my... Um... <laughs> a Voldemort face. And you think I'm evil. Voldemort doesn't have a nose. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Her nose is so flat, it practically looks uh, smushed onto her face. Mm, it's the really angled, very high cheekbones, slightly too old for the haircut, haircut, and then it's also... Yes, yeah, it's too just... old for the haircut. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. She's trying to be too hip and young. Um, She's too she, hip yeah, I don't think people should be, should be actually punished for, because I'm sure when I'm even more decrepit than I am, I'll still be wanting to be a young, cool guy. You're Mate, so the Photoshop is guy. so bad there. You're going to be the guy with the comb over. Um... Look at it. Yeah, very bad. And actually, it's funny because I... It's hard to tell because the movie's so bad whether that is bad props or legitimate props, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I think it's I think it's bad props. So they're having sex? Yeah. So this is the part you were on, yeah. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. She's instantly orgasming. Have you, have you ever done it in front of an open fireplace? I love how in movies where as soon as the guy's anywhere near... The vaginal reason that the girls moaning and crying about stuff. <laughs> I mean, Joe, you might you might be a long time out of the game in that region, but that's exactly how it works. No, it's not. 
<laughs> Who am I kidding? Um, well, well you're, yeah. you're kind of moaning and crying is slightly different. You're just like, oh, get away, stop. Ah. <laughs> uh, so she's just noticed one of the bad photoshops, which was he uh, edited, uh, and this is a classic, edited himself into the shot, but didn't take into account the reflection in the mirror. So the back of his head looks different. Now because she's stupid, because she said she wanted to be upstairs, even though she's in a wheelchair, she's now going to have to try and navigate down the quite severe flight of stairs in said wheelchair, when she could have just been a guest room on the ground floor. This is going to be hilarious. His idea, by the way, not hers. Usually in a film like this, he would be like, you should be oh, upstairs. Let me be upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. She she does, I think we, we, we definitely had umbrage with this last time. She makes some just really stupid decisions and you... Like, okay, I know she's been in an accident. I know she's had amnesia, but I don't think that necessarily completely kills all your cognitive functions and IQ once you're better. I like to count the drink every time she changes which foot is bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she, oh, there she goes. Nearly oh, fell. Oh, suck it. Uh, but yeah, I uh, don't know if you heard. Um, uh, have you, when I mentioned earlier, have you had sex in front of an open fireplace? Is that a proper Hollywood film thing? Do people do that? No, I haven't done that. Have you done that? No, I want to. I want to. Why? I suppose it'd be like, quite sexy. Yeah. The lighting would be good. Oh, is it one of those, like, you have to be in, like, a ski lodge kind of thing? Yeah, I just think the light would bounce really nicely off my taint. <laughs> <laughs> bounce off your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, lads. Um, the light would glisten very nicely off my balls. <laughs> oh, just with nice glowing balls. I'd love a big study like this. This would be such a cool working from home office, wouldn't it? Like a really big, like noble looking wooden... I would love it, but I would feel like I don't deserve it because although we're questioning her intelligence, I definitely, I've never considered myself like proper, like, um, uh, like ap- academic smart. And I've done just enough to, you know, you know, do do well getting through school and get the results I need and get into a uh, university. And that's one thing. But I'm not like that level of intellectual. I think my intelligence comes in other other ways and definitely more creative ways. I, can't mm, I, th- I think you, you philosophical possibly, debates. I think you're a bit like me in that you possibly have a very high EQ and a good IQ. Yeah. So and I think EQ, ultimately, if you think about the nature of the way world's going with machinery and technology, EQ is far more important than IQ. IQ, you can, you can, everything's at the touch of a button. You don't need to recall or remember much. You just need to know, have the capacity to search what you need. Whereas emotional intelligence is something that no computer will ever replace. So we are yeah. in the better half of that, definitely. Also, I forgot to say when we were on the PC just then, um, he has the classic case of movie PC login where <clears throat> the picture is a real staged, like beautiful shot, shot of someone in a way that no one ever actually has on their user account. You know what I mean? Like, is your, is your user account on your computer like a really stunning, professionally lit picture of yourself? Uh, no, it's just some random backdrop. <laughs> I can't be bothered to change it. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, you know, when you go into like a shop and you look at like a, a display phone and all the contacts are these beautiful, professional grade pictures of your, your friends. I'm like, my pictures are ludicrous. Actually, fun fact, listeners, in my phone, anyone of note in my phone, which is most people, I wouldn't save the number. Yeah. 
they have a picture of them doing a loser symbol above their head, which is something I started when I was in uni uh, as soon as I had a camera phone or a phone that, yeah, could take and hold pictures. And even though I'm now. Yeah, even though I'm now 34, I still have them because I can't bear to lose them. So I still have all these pictures of people from fucking ages ago when I first took their pictures like that. Dude, can you send me the one that I did for you? Because I can't remember when no, I, I won't. Done I that. won't lie. You did a really annoying one for me because even though it was cool, it wasn't. It doesn't suit, and because I'm slightly OCD, I was like, "Oh, I can't make him do it again." But basically, you had someone else hold up the loser sign, and then you were behind it, whereas most other people just oh. held it against their own forehead. How, how long has that been eating away at you? How long oh, has that been testing Jamie, our friendship? Literally every day, I'm like, "Oh, annoying." Yeah, and that's how nice I am. Is that like I haven't said anything until right now. If we're messaging like on a weekly basis as well, that's just going to keep popping up all the time. <laughs> well, actually, funny enough on that. So WhatsApp used to allow you to just use whatever picture you had in your phone. But then after after a while, WhatsApp updated so that you, you had a profile picture and people could change it and then govern the way you see them. And that I, yeah. I, I get annoyed with that because then everyone's pictures look completely different, whereas I quite like the uniformity. This is so boring, listeners. I'm so sorry. But basically, it was just a very long ruse to get Jamie to change I his picture. I can't believe you're that OCD. Oh, actually, actually, I'm wrong. You did too. I must have made you redo it because your current one is you holding your holding it up. So I think I made oh, you, you replace go. it. No, you're all good. <laughs> you're fine. You're off the hook. You're off the hook. But if ever a friend's like, I don't want to do that, I'm like, okay, well, we're not friends. Bye. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's not the worst prerequisite, but I think it's the it's these the uh, the the hilarity that if I did it wrong, you're kind of like, no, 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 do it again. No, no, well, it, ag- it actually started as a as a method on uh, dating apps. Well, I said dating apps on Grinder because I um, it was a way to prove that people were actually who they were showing that they were. If you tried to get them to do something that was a bit more abstract, so that's how that's why it started. Or that's certainly why. Yeah, you could on. be like, oh, can you just like send send me a, a photo of yourself smiling or with sunglasses or walking your dog? Is like, no, I'm making you do this really specific pose which you definitely won't have done before. Therefore, the only way you can do it is to take the most recent photo of you to verify yourself. That's not a bad shout. That's, that's better than saying to people you, to... You should uh, like, do that, man. If you're, if you're on Tinder and stuff... That's better than should. saying, oh, can you hold up a copy of today's paper? I Because I will say, much as I don't want to be that guy, if you're getting out there and you're on Tinder and stuff, what's to stop some guy just pretending to be a pretty girl and then setting up an account and then knowing exactly where you're going to be when you arrange to meet up. Like you've got to look after yourself. Absolutely nothing. And you know, again, it speaks volumes about the fact. And again, from my, 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 my kind of perspective on this and, you know, in, in a way the, I don't want to use the word privilege, but the, the reason why it's not something I think about was because is because I am a guy. And, you know, as far as, you know, what play out of my mind is worst case scenario, I turn up somebody, i uh, sorry, I turn up somewhere and the person doesn't show kind of thing. But think about it the other way around. If you're a female and you're being like trolled like that, um, who the fuck knows what those creeps are into? Yeah, but also you're, you're, negating, you're negating the fact that you could be, someone could be setting you up, but they could be a much bigger, taller, stronger man than you. I mean, don't underestimate people. <laughs> And and uh, and creepy True, people. But I'm but I'm uh, I'm probably again going on st- statistics more than anything because I've I've never had well again we can only talk from my personal experiences but never had that happen to me and yet it's if you speak to pretty much um, like 
a, a shockingly, a shockingly high number of female friends or females that I know or, or things uh, uh, along those lines. They each have they each have a story. They've all had an experience. Yeah, which is it, worrying. It's and this is talking about more. This is talking about more serious things without actually alluding to it. So yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Fuck! This just got dark. <laughs> it did, but to be fair, this film is unbelievably it is along boring. Those lines. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the crazy action happens in the last bit, but I'm not getting through to it. So. Hey, no. um, we, what we can do is we'll do a quick fire of what we can remember from the rest of the film after this, because it is a, a ludicrous film. And actually, of all the all the watch throughs, we've probably spoken about it the least. <laughs> um, yeah. But actually, I can probably sum up what's happened in a few sentences. She uh, got hit by a car. She's got amnesia. Uh, her so-called husband takes her home to a lovely place where she... Uh, is wheelchair bound essentially, or at least uh, has to use a crutch to get around because uh, she's hurt, she's still in pain, and she's slowly working out based on some doctored pictures that she that her husband might not be who she thinks he is, um, and all the while the detective is like on the case trying to work out where she Last went week on the case. I, I don't know what his case is. Is because she's missing? I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think she basically just like kind of just like fucked off from the hospital, and they kind of maybe weren't happy that they hadn't like properly solved. Or maybe it's it like follow ups or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he's yeah, he's doing due diligence, but um, but yeah, and no no spoilers in advance, but obviously does all. Uh, uh, how does it end? Fuck. See, this is what happens when every time we do a crap flicks and you're like, oh, Jamie, have you seen this? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen it, but I really can't remember it. So, like, it's kind of like I'm watching films again for the first time. Or at least I'm still going to get surprised by things. I don't know. I've kind of completely talked over this detective's whole bit, so I'm not sure what he's really <laughs> after. All I really remember is that the uh, evil, handsome guy is is being evil and handsome and he's kind of, like, pressing into sex. That's oh, it. They- ah, He's seen security footage of her. Oh my god, I forgot all about that. So he puts on glasses. <laughs> but okay, so again, it doesn't work. He puts on glasses to go into a hospital before he knows that she would have amnesia to pretend to be her <sighs> husband. I exactly. I the c- amount of prep he would have had to have done on a whim that he knew this would have kicked off. Oh, ho- hope I get away with this. Also, though, and then he would wear those glasses, have those, have those flowers, and look at me, and I'd be like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> All is forgiven. You, you may have murdered my husband and you know taken over his life and trying to dupe me and going to keep me a prisoner forever, but... Um, see, this is why I have a beard, because, okay, I don't necessarily have quite the, um, the same uh, strong, well-defined jawline that he does, but by having a beard, uh, I naturally add a bit more definition um, and sharpness to my face. And I can have a quite round face generally. So that's why I like having a beard that you can cut into. And it's the old makeup for men. Yeah, I actually shaved off my beard uh, last week. Um, <gasps> I know. And it was you did back tell already. me. <laughs> It's it's coming back already, but as soon as I did it, I was like, "What a mistake! I shouldn't have done that." So uh, it's instant yeah. regret, isn't it? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't get people who shave every day. I still haven't quite got the hang of how to 
yourself without help someone to help like trim down the beard to a nice way i feel like as soon as i start messing with clippers it it just it looks terrible yeah i'm I'm always worried i haven't made my face look symmetrical and then you start like chipping that's what everyone calls on you one jamie wonky face <laughs> <laughs> one nickname that's what they called him. Jamie Wonky oh, Face. Jamie Wonky Well, one ad Wonky Face. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be Jamie Wanky Face. <laughs> I mean, I get called Jamie Bellens time. That's, uh, that's quite a good one. Oh, why have I never thought of that before? For those who weren't listening at the beginning, my name is Jamie Ballantine. <laughs> Bellenstein. Uh, hilariously, though, never, never got any of that at school. Never, ever got, got, got picked on for a name or anything like that. Uh, it, it, it took until like my late twenties for like people to be like, oh yeah, Bella Valentine. It's like Bellantine. <laughs> See, I think that's quite funny. Mine could be Joe Thompson. Sex. Fuck you. <laughs> Joe Tom Fucky son. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that just sounds racist. But again, does it? Yeah, it does a bit. Let's scratch that. Joe. Step that. Um, deleted. Oh, you've really got me wanting to pick apart your name and be mean to you for some reason. Joe Toms. See, this is this is part of the Joe Tosex. Game. Joe Tosex. Wow, that's uh, that's something. This is part of the fun of this podcast. Is I kind of low key insult you most of the time, and you never say anything bad about me. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. One of us has no, to be, I, don't, I, I don't have the, I don't have the, you know, don't don't sweat the small things, you know. Yeah, why not? But but if you if you if you actively just went, Jamie, you're a massive dickhead. I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. But you, on, yeah, the thing on? is, you know, I don't think that, so I'd never fucking say that in a million years. <laughs> yeah. But what's going on? So detective man has gone inside a house. He was tra- he was house. tracking a tattoo. A tattoo. Um, so I think he may have found her original house. Is that what this is? Yes. Yes. So he was trying to track her down, and somehow he managed to do that by seeing a picture of her, her, not autopsy, her medical records to see the tattoo, which he took to a tattoo artist, which he then was able to track to a house. Oh, oh it must have been because she had fake um, name and stuff at the, or fake address at the um, uh, hospital. And this is where he's gonna discover a body. Oh, that's such a that's such a cop thing to do. Just pull out the gun straight away. I would. What if you had a gun? I absolutely would. Yeah. I know this is America. Whoa, whoa! And he's found a dead guy. Was there two people? What? <laughs> this this is a plot twist. <laughs> Whoa! Is that the mother and father? Oh, that'll be why. Hang on. So, is this her running away originally from this guy? Yes. This this isn't now. This is some flashback. I don't know if this is when he killed the parents as well. Um, the other thing to point out, which we've not mentioned yet, which is a criminal act that we haven't done it. She's a really bad actress, and I'm so sorry, whoever you are, but. You are not, You're not good. Sorry. 
we've no, we've done it, this long okay. enough now to not give a shit about uh, no but it, it's like, very ra- it's very rare that we actually come for the actor in the situation i think most of the time we blame direction and things like that she's really not good her reactions are bad she look, everything looks like a pantomime very wooden yeah she she's acting like an 11 year old girl i just oh he's got his top off there you go and you complain you don't get anything um yeah, I think we we actually probably had this discussion in the first few episodes where having watched this one we we're like, oh, the acting's so terrible, that's definitely one of the biggest like crap things about it. And then the first few we started watching like, oh, uh the, the people in Stepfather are quite good or the people in um Obsessed, you know. We're talking about um Oh my god, why can't I think Luther? What's his name? Idris Elba. God. Idris Elba. Yeah, can't can't fault him in the slightest. Um, as well as Beyonce and your your mate Ali Lata Carter. Um, <laughs> so I think this film did actually set off a false precedent to begin with that it's that it was always going to have bad acting in these films. Yeah, definitely. And also speaking about bad acting, I like I like the shot earlier when the the CCTV of him putting on the glasses outside the hospital is like he's walking. He's like I'm the evil guy. Pauses puts on the glasses like yeah i'm the husband now and then that's it that's this whole transformation <laughs> oh fully yeah like clark kent style so exactly the evil husband yeah. has left evil fake husband has left the uh house and she's now hobbling around frantically trying to work something out Gosh, she can't even hobble well no can't hobble well she's uh looking for any kind of identifier from a wallet and she can't find anything she's found herself and it says jennifer allen on it I can't remember what does she think? No, I don't know because I, I don't what know does what she she's her name to is. Be <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm like, is that a thing? Uh, I don't what's know. What's your name? I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have created her a fake driving license. I mean, you've seen his Photoshop skills. When, oh, when there's no that, way she can bobby pin. Oh yeah, she she's bobby pinning the door. Yeah, because because that never works in real life. Fuck off! Did she do that? Also, she pulled really stupid faces. Two when seconds. That happens. Two seconds and she used a bobby pin to open a locked door. Fuck right off. Uh, it's been an hour, Joe. Oh, I can't Shall believe we? it. This, yeah, okay. God, what a slow build to absolute shite nothing. So, so this is what this is what I remember of this film that we didn't get around to seeing. So obviously, oh, okay. Chaos. So, so well, hang on, hang on. This is the quote-unquote guess the ending section. Yeah, or, or I suppose drunkenly try and remember the ending. I um. I remember a bit when you were pissing your pants because uh, there is a body in the garden and it's like, it's literally like about two inches deep and there's like an arm sticking out of it. And uh, I think she finds it and you found that really <laughs> funny. Um, oh no, we saw, well, we saw the body earlier. It's, it's the, uh, it's the guy he, he beat up with the tire iron, the flower guy from the hospital and there's the shot of it. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's fully above ground and no wonder it's going to start like uh, being revealed as it like rains or someone like vaguely starts doing some gardening. It's so fucking like dig it under. What, what is their problem? slight gust of wind um you also she also finds the originals of the photos that were badly edited so the piece i was trying yeah. to mention earlier was we i wasn't sure when i first watched it if that was bad editing because sometimes you see bad editing in bad films or if it was deliberate bad editing because he'd done something which is it which shows you how bad this film is that i can't tell the difference um 
And then, yeah, her acting is fucking shite. Uh, I can't tell you how it ends. I'm pretty sure he dies or maybe he disappears or maybe he gets arrested. I can't tell you. Obviously, the detective comes and saves the day. Um, yeah, then, yeah, like they, she, she, she struggles more. She gets like more fucked up and like tries to escape on there a few times. Um, the detective definitely eventually comes round. But I think, I think they do one of those like the detective comes round, but the guy makes it all okay. And then... And while she's trying to scream and get his attention kind of thing. And then he, the detective will go back to the office and sit there and be like, hang on a minute, something's not right. And then he comes back and then, yeah, climactic showdown. Um, And yeah, I think he, I think he dies and they all probably live happily ever after with their terrible. Yeah, it's bad. In hindsight, we probably could have started about half an hour in and then we'd get to see the dramatic ending. But hey, who cares? We got to go down, we got to go down memory lane. And more importantly to me... Yeah, we've More, already seen it, so we should have been able to do it with hindsight. No, well, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're just we're, we're just gonna watch this again for the season for, three finale and do the exact same. We've learned jack shit. That's the problem, people. Um, That's no, the conclusion. Though, we 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 uh, touched on it earlier, but we really are uh, grateful for people coming on this journey with us. I'm genuinely sad that it's the end of another season, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, Jamie's so sad he's coughing about it. So. You know. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to make a big scene, but I'm just <coughs> I'm holding back the tears. <laughs> just so upset about everything. Yeah, I think we're going to potentially no, come been... back for a one-off, aren't we, later uh, on? But absolutely. So yeah, no, normally um, I say normally. <laughs> this is only, only our second ever uh, uh, season season finale. But at the end of the last one for our, our Christmas Krampus special, we did do a a little a little review of the old um season one but i think it, to mark the the official one year anniversary we're going to do a one-off special give you guys some extra supplementary com- content and it's uh yeah another another not that we need it but even even more uh great excuse to go and um hang out again and just just chat to you buddy yeah man but you know that's uh what can i say it's worse than i remember but in the wrong way. <laughs> Maybe it's just a sign that actually Craftflix has evolved since then. I don't know. I don't know. Do you, do you, I, I don't think we did this. Well, we wouldn't have done it for this film because uh, it wasn't a thing. But who is your chill award? <sighs> well, almost certainly the sexy, sexy, uh, murdering psychopath. Because well, what more do you want in a man? Nothing says I love you like killing people around you. Killing those closest to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to agree. I, I, I think Are she you annoys the guy? me so much. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she annoys me so much, and she has such a Satsuma face on, with a wig on uh, that the the sexy psychopaths turn me. So um, I get it. And also, this is uh, this is Jamie. This is Jamie two point So and you know, it's uh, <laughs> nothing's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, guys. Honestly, from the bottom of hearts, thank you so much for tuning in, not just to this episode, but for all of um, 40, season man. two of Craplix and Chill. 40 episodes, whether you've listened to all 40 or you've listened to just the one. Uh, we absolutely love you for it. The films you know, which is fair. We would love it if you could go and give us give us a rating. Let us know what you think about this podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen to us on. You can follow us, as Joe mentioned, at Crapflix Podcast over on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 
And we also have a Gmail, crapflixpodcast at gmail.com. Please email in. Let us know your crapflix suggestions for season three, because there, there, there's going to be a season three. You know it, right. you love it. You can't wait for it. Six seasons and a movie. We should probably start writing that movie. Um, but please get in touch with us any which way you can. Give us give us a like, share, follow. Share us with, with one of your mates that you haven't seen for a while and want to watch a crap film 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 with god i've gone irish here i'm rambling rambling <laughs> oh my god this is the worst outro ever <laughs> yeah. um i love you guys uh, and until next time good night bye